0: Okay, so what we're going to do tonight is um, we're going to explore, it's a a mitzvah, an obligation, which I think everybody is generally familiar with, but the details of which, it's not even going to be so much the details, it's going to be a little bit the the lumdus of it, or the point of the mitzvah, is something which is a little bit less known, and we're going to follow the style of many yeshivas. Not all yeshivas, but in many yeshivas, the shmooze during the week, the Musa shmooze that's given by the Mashkiach, the Rosh Hashiva, during the week, is based on last week's Parsha. Not the coming week's Parsha, but last week's Parsha. So last week's Parsha is Parsha Shmos. So we're going to do something which is connected with Parsha's Shmos. Let me pull it up for you now. and We actually begin with what I think is a famous commentary. It showed up over there. Got it. Get it on my screen. Move you guys. Okay. So you see, so it says because uh, trying to transliterate Shnai Targum was going to prove too much of a challenge for me. So. So I just went with English translation, reviewing the weekly parsha. Okay, but it begins with a famous comment uh, of the Balaturim, the Balaturim, the son of the the Rush, the author of the Tour, the one who put together Alach in terms of Ruchaim Yeridei Choshem So that is none other than the Tour. And one of the contributions he made to the literature of Klal Yisrael is his commentary on Chumash, which is very much an incredibly creative work, which does a lot with Rashi Tevos and Safi Tevos and gematrias and all sorts of uh, different things. So the, his opening comment on Sefer Shmos is, the Pasuk says, Ve'ele Shmos B'nei Yisrael. So it says, Rashi Tevos. So each one of these words is a Rashi Tevos. So Ve'ele, for example, is, adam adam Lomit HaSeder. So a person who learns the order what is a person learning? The word shmos is shnai So this obligation that we have to review the pasuk twi- each pasuk twice uh, in, in the chumash and then once with the uh, with uncles, So that's the word shmos. Then binay is bekol na'im yashir. It should be with a beautiful straight voice. And then the word yisrael is yichya shani rabos aruchim The person will live for many years. So the Baal Turim sees the beginning of Sefer Shmos as a hint to the mitzvah or the obligation of Shnai Mikvecha Targum. So as I said, we're not going to go through the details of it, although we're going to end up touching upon a number of those details in our exploration of the, the mitzvah. But the poskim ask, and they wonder, uh, the Gemara says very clearly, a person, and we'll have this quoted later on. That a person who reviews the parsha each and every week, together with the tzibur, so is going to be zoha, is going to merit, and that's what the Balaturim here is hinting to: merit long years, many long years. And the question is, what is the goal of the mitzvah? What is the mitzvah trying to accomplish? What 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 do we hope to end up with when we go ahead and we review the parsha with the tzibur each week? So here, we begin with one of the Rishonim. It's not one of the Rishonim in a commentary to the Gemara and Brachos, which is the source of the mitzvah, but rather it's the Truma Hadeshin, one of the later Ashkenazi uh, poskim from the time of the Rishonim. And he uh, fielded the following question. Hadam rinu yashim, it should say. that which we say, that which Chazal said, that that a person should always finish the parsha together with the Tzibor, shnai mikra, two times reading the pasuk, Targum, and one time unklus, one time the translation. So does that mean that on a yontif you also have to go ahead and do shnai mikra Targum for the Torah reading which you're going to read on a yontif, and as well as u shall arba parshios. And during the weeks of Shkolim, Zahar, Parah, and Achodesh, where we read extra maftirs, Gamkin also parsha Shemosif and Likros Olam, and any time we're going to read a special maftir, so is that part of the obligation of Shnei Targum, targum or is it not? Because Chazal just said, you should finish the parsha with Tzibur. So the Truma the sadesh was asked, what exactly does it mean to finish the parsha? Does it mean what we're laning that morning, or does it mean just the parsha of the week, what we were referred to as the parsha of the week? So the Chuma sedashin says uh, we're jumping in the middle of his comment over here he says am the goes my rabenu simcha Zal. he says it seems to be that we can answer this based on the commentary of Rabbeinu simcha we'll just say Rabbeinu simcha bizel and this is what that goes my what he quotes in his name and that is sheker mitzvah ko parsha parsha even though the mitzvah is to complete the parsha each and every week so this week you should be last Shabbos you should be you should have completed Parsha Shmos. This week you should be completing Parshas Eira. Famous idea that if you fall behind, so the final deadline for Shnaiy Mikra for the year is Shminatzeres. Shminatzeres Simchas Torah. Shabu Gomrim Hatzibur. because that's when the Tzibur goes out and finishes Chumash. So the tzibor goes from brachus till v'zosa bracha, and we complete it on Shmini Simchus Torah. So each individual's obligation of Shnai Mikro also can be done according to the same time frame provided that you're not allowed to, if somebody has a bunch of time off, if somebody has a snow day, and they say, you know what, it's a snow day, and I know that I have, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's accounting season, and I'm going to have a lot of work coming up before tax season, so I'm just going to go ahead, and I'm just going to plow through, plow, key, I'm going to plow through all of Sefer Shmos on, uh, on a Friday, and I'll be ahead a few weeks. So that the true masadei, where Simcha says, you're not allowed to go ahead. So you could fall behind and you could make it up. The latest date is Shminat Torah, but as a general rule, you don't jump ahead. So what does this but tell that, us? But that that doesn't seem to be what the Hebrew says. He says, Lo Yaktim He
1: shouldn't be too early or too late. That's that's what the sentence seems to say.
0: Right. You yeah. Um Yeah, I, I don't know why he says, uh, you're, you're right, what the lo yachir is going on. I don't know. Very good. I mean, you you, you shouldn't fall behind, but I guess it's, uh, maybe he's saying you shouldn't fall behind, but if you do, so then there's there, there's the final deadline. Okay. So he says, So what does this tell us? It would seem being that there is this final deadline of Shmini Torah, which is when Klal Yisrael finishes Chumash each and every year. Mashma, this implies that the primary goal that Chazal had for obligating everybody to review the Parsha is so that not only does the Tzibor collectively finish Chumash each and every year, but each individual should also finish Chumash each and every year. It's not enough that Shul finished, uh, finished it, but you as an individual should have studied the entirety of Chumash every year. Which will parallel what the Tzibor will be doing as well. And for that reason, since each individual is really trying to keep pace with the tzibor. So you should try and finish. Make sure to finish when the tzibor finishes the entirety of Torah. So if you fall behind a parsha or so, it's not such a big deal because the deadline really is when Kla Yisrael finishes the Torah. Even though you didn't go ahead and finish on a weekly basis together with Klal Yisrael, we always follow when the final completion of the mitzvah occurs. And the completion of the mitzvah is when we read Leenei Klal Yisrael on Sim Um And then he says, "The same thing is implied from the language of the Rambam." The time the kasa because the Rambam writes as follows. So the Rambam phrases, frames it in exactly the same way. Although each person should hear Kriyas HaTorah each week as it's read in Shul. Nonetheless, still you should read it for yourself each and every week. Seder Oso Shabbos, the Parsha of that week. And being that the reason is that, uh, that the, uh, the, you, the purpose is to complete the entirety of Torah. That's the goal of the mitzvah. So based on this, writes the Tshumas HaDashen, going back to his original question about whether you have to read Shanaim Mikra for Yontif reading or Shanaim Rikr for Shkalim Zachor, uh, Zachor Paranach So all you need to do is make sure you cover the entirety of Chomish, once a year, so then there's no necessity to go ahead and read on a yontif what we're going to be reading that uh, that yontif day, or reading on Shalom Zacher Chodesh and Parah what we'll be reading that day, or reading any maftir. You don't. Have, that's not really included in Shnayim Mikra because. Because whatever you're going to be reading on those special occasions, you read over the course of, it'll, be, it'll appear in some parsha in the Torah at some point in the year anyways. And since the goal is individually to finish the Torah, so you don't have to do certain sections twice, you only have to do everything once. And therefore, based on this Rabbeinu Simcha, you would not have to do Shnai Targum for Yontif. So...
1: So that that would say that in a a week when a Yontif comes on Shabbos and there's no regular Parsha, you don't have to do anything that week.
0: Correct. Right. It could be that it may may even be premature to do it that week. Because you may have to wait till the Shabbos afternoon before the next Shabbos where you're actually going to read the Parsha. That itself is a a debate. Um, But then he says... The Truma Sadechen continues. the Simcha. But it would seem to be that Rabbeinu Hananel has a different understanding of the mitzvah than Rabbeinu Simcha. Kedisa uh, like you find that goes my there. Um, uh, just for the sake of time, he says Ella efshar Rather from Rabenu it would seem a rug that the reason why you want to review the each in every week is so that you'll be familiar with what's what the Krisator is that day you're not going to be caught off guard. we'll see a slight variation of this in a in a, in a moment but you want to go ahead and you want it to be you want to be familiar with what they're reading that day why should you be familiar with what they're reading that day? Uh, sorry, not why. That the purpose is to be familiar with that morning's Kriya Satora. So if the purpose of Shanai Mikra is just so you'll be familiar with the Kriya Satora that morning, so then there's no reason on Yontif or on any one of these special occasions, these special Maftar occasions, to not go ahead and also prepare that reading so that you'll be familiar with uh, with, with what's going on. So that would be a secondary. So we have these two reasons, Rabbeinu Simcha and Rabbeinu Hanano, and a difference between them would be whether or not you should be reading the parsha on Yontif.
1: Yeah, and 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 wow there's there's a huge difference. If 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 Yontif comes on Shabbos, the first one says you don't have to do anything that week. If Yontif comes during the week and it's a two day Yontif, the second opinion says you need to do all three.
0: Right. Correct. So. Right. And, well, well. Yeah. Okay, so, now, well, yeah, now a third opinion. This is this one, uh, uh is, is, inter- is interesting perspective. It says, Kasav Rabbeinu, I'm not who, sure who that is. Shematzah besifo show ra'avan. Ravan is one of the Rishonim. That when Chazal said, This is also the quote from the Gemara and Brachos, Lolam Yashim other When Chazal said that a person should always finish the parsha together with the tibor, the Ravan writes. Nearly hadar asara likros This obligation to do shnay targum applies to those people who live in the middle of Yehopitzville where they're not going to have a minion for kriyas Torah that week, so they won't have any kriyas Satorah. So, in the absence of kriyas Satorah, the best replacement that we could do for that is shnay targum And furthermore. Uh, Uh, that he should have in mind, and when he does this, this is not like we do, that the whole week we're doing little bits of the parsha at the time, so that by by Shabbos we will have completed it. According to this Ra'avon, you're doing it during the time that you would anticipate that the Tzibor who is in shul is reading Kriyasa Torah. Same way that sometimes if you're not able to make it to Shul, there's a mila to daven your own Shmonasrei at the time that the Tzibor is davening Shmonasrei. If you remember in COVID, there were Shuls which are trying to time that, that, uh, that everybody should be saying Shmonasrei at the, at the same time. Whether it works like that, it was questionable. But he's saying that that's the idea over here, that you're going to try and uh, figure out what time would the Tzibor in Shul be reading, and then you're going to read from your living room, your dining room, your office. You're going to read the the psukim twice, corresponding to the two people who stand by the bima. the gabbai, will say, and the valkore. Right? and then you're going to read one translation, corresponding to, like in the Taimani Shuls, that you actually have somebody who reads out loud the Aramaic translation. So what you're trying to do is you're replicating in your dining room what's happening in Shul, where they're reading the Chumash. But,
1: but De- if, if this is for villages that don't have their own minion, how do they define the Tzibur? That, well, they have no Tzibur that's reading at all.
0: Whatever the closest Tzibur would be.
1: Even if it's 50 miles away or something? I mean, okay. Whatever it is.
0: It depends where your Jehovah'sville your is. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So that is, uh, so that's the opinion uh, that, that the Hagos Maimani brings down from the Ra'avan. Now, as far as Halach is concerned, so you have over here, Source 4, we have the Rambam, and this is the same thing. Shochnarch quotes this Rambam. So, this makes it in terms of this nafgamina whether or not you should be doing Shnaim Mikra for the Yomtiv. So, he says, Even though a person is going to hear the entirety of Torah read annually in Shul, you're going to read. Uh, the uh, each thing individually, you're going to read it as the uh, two times you read the Pesuk and one time the translation. targum. So here, clearly, it's like we said above, that the purpose is so that you should be keeping pace with the Tzibor. And, you may very well read to finish Chumash together the same way that the Tzibor does, but not to do more than that. Upasuk Shein targum Karush Shalosh and a pasuk which you're not going to, where there is for which there is no translation, so then you're going to go ahead and you read the pasuk three times. So that you'll finish all of the parshas, meaning the entirety of Torah together with the tzibur. What is that? are there psukim where there's no targum? So the, uh, in in our targum there there are there are, but they the, uh, they speculate that that may be the targum Yerushalmi rather than uh, the original Onkelos. Or they say that if it's just nothing more than just translations of the cities or translations of names, so that may also go ahead and uh, cover in terms of your uh, your obligation.
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Okay. Now, another reason is, this is offered by the Primagadem. He says that mm-hmm. the reason why Chazal said that you should do two psokim in one translation, is k'neged, this is a, a very uh, creative explanation, we'll have an even more creative one soon, but a very creative explanation, which is k'neged sinai v'ol moed. There, The Gemara in, in Sota talks about how many times Moshe Rabbeinu taught the entirety of Torah Tekla to Yisrael. So he taught it once in Harsinai. He taught it a second time upon the construction of the Mishkan when they dedicated the Mishkan. And then, umishna Torah he be'er hateav. And then when he taught Sefer Dvarim, so that is the elaboration, that's the more elaborate uh, explanation of the Torah. So now you have two times. So the, the two times that Moshe Rabbeinu taught, once in Harsinai, once upon the, at the dedication of the Mishkan, that's the Shnayim Mikra. And then the vezet targum the the third the uh, the the one time that you go through it with the targum so that is the that corresponds to Moshe Rabbeinu's sort of summary or explanation of the chumash uh, which is Sefer Dvarim so the shnai mikvehat targum corresponds to the number of times and the way that Moshe Rabbeinu taught Torah to Klai so. okay now Art I think you'll like this one. Now says the Minchas Asher, and a lot of this was taken from Rav Asher Weiss. So he says, So besides the nafkamina which he talked about before of whether or not you should do shnei for the yomtiv readings, there's another nafkamina between these different explanations. When you do do you just read the words, or should you lay the words with a trap? And that's also machlokus. whether there's a preference to actually do Shnayim Rikra with the Trap. And now he explains, So if the whole idea is that you're in some way trying to prepare for Kriya Satora, you're trying to familiarize yourself with what's going to be happening in Shul that morning, So, so then it would make sense to go ahead and you should read it with the Trap because that's how you're going to familiarize with it if you have the words, but you can't follow the tune, so then you may be lost even though you read the words. But But if it's just a matter of studying Chumash, the way, the same way that Sibor completes Chumash over the year, you should also study the entirety of Chumash each and every year. So then, Yeshaiim so then there's what to debate whether or not there's a milah, there's an advantage to doing it with trap, or there's no advantage to doing it with trap. Certainly for those people who would get distracted by the trap. So that may take away from your understanding of the Psukim in being able to follow, and maybe you should uh, you, you would avoid it. And we'll see based on this next explanation also. That this uh, this idea of whether or not you should read it with Trump is something which will uh, also, for another reason, that may be uh, may be significant. Okay, so this is the the explanation of the Rishonim, the Prima Datum also, but the quoting from the Matamosha, but the the uh, the Rishonim and possibly two nafgaminas between them, whether or not you should do Shnayimikah for Yontif laning, and whether you would do mikra with the trup, or you could do it just as well, uh, just as effectively without the trup. Now, comes along the, I, I would have quoted it from the uh, the parish itself, but it's one of those meforshin which appears in the back of the Gemara, which um it's hard to go ahead and copy and paste from anywhere to go ahead and get it. So, since I had to go ahead and type it up myself, anyways, so uh, in case there's some uh, typos, so that's my fault. But since I was doing it anyway, so I decided to take the shorter summary version of Rev Asher Weiss. But he writes as follows He says, In his commentary to the Gemara, so one of the commentaries in the back of the Gemara says, and this is on the Gemara that says that you should be doing because the Gemara says, he, he notes an interesting uh, way that this is presented. So in the time before they were printed Sidurim, so if somebody was going to serve as the Shliach Tzibor in Shul, so since he was doing it by heart, so he had to go ahead, and it was a mitzvah, it was an obligation to go ahead and review the entirety of the amida before he begins Chazar Sashat, to make sure that he knows what he's saying, to make sure he's got his lines and he'll be able to say it correctly, because it's really bad when the Shliach Tzibor loses his place and cannot realign himself and cannot finish. So just like the Shliach Tzibor for davening has to go over the tefillah before he gets up for the Amur, so too, this, the uh Reverend Moshe Horvitz writes, that each person has to prepare the Chumash that week, has to prepare the Parsha that week, because this is going back to the day when each person called up for the Aliyah would read the Torah himself. Lo Because maybe you'll be called up for Shlishi, or Hamishi, or Shishi, or Shvi'i. And you'll have to go ahead, and you have to read that Aliyah like they used to do. And I think by some taimanim, they may still do the, the same thing. And being that you can be called up to read from the Torah without, uh, and you don't want to get caught without preparation. Therefore, therefore, everybody has to prepare the parsha that week as if you're going to be the Balkorin. And the Gemara, the, uh, sorry, Shukhanarach says, the Misha Nikolalos the Torah, lo, it should be Ya'aleh, I think. Um, No, yeah, yeah. It should be that somebody who was called up for the Torah, so meaning somebody who's called up to read the Torah, lo Ya'aleh, yeah, So this is a general thing for a Baal even if you think you know it very well. So you shouldn't get up to Lane unless you've gone over it at least two or three times. So being that, this is the expectation that if you're going to read from the Torah, you've prepared it. And they say specifically that you should prepare it two or three times. So for that reason, they enacted that you should do the and Masha Amru, corresponding to what we say. You should go over it two, three times. imagine the two times is to make sure you get the words and perhaps the trap. And then the third time is to make sure, again, back in the day, that they would also translate it and you would be expected to translate as well. And then he says, and this is the incredibly creative part, He says, So based on this, we could note an amazing observation he makes in the language of Chazal. Chazal is always incredibly precise in terms of their choice of language and how they phrase things. And the specific quote in the Gemara is, a person should always finish the parsha with tzibur. tzibor. Mashlim ma Anybody who finishes the parsha with the tzibor will experience length of days and years. It's a school of Arichus yamim. Now he points out, this language, the the explanation seemingly, Mashlim, when it says you should always do this mitzvah, because anybody who does so Mashma tam It usually would indicate that we're giving you a reason for the enactment. You should do this in order to accomplish X. And here, it doesn't say what the goal is. All it says is what the reward is. But shakol hamashim sounds like it should be giving an explanation rather than telling me what the uh, what the uh, the door prize is for having completed the parsha. And when it goes in, it tells me the reward. The reward seemingly is not an explanation for why I should do this mitzvah. So what's pshat? So he says, "I'll tell you." seems that the Gemara says at the end of Maseches Brachos that there are three things which will cut a person's days short, where a person won't live as long. The echa mehem, and one of those things for which a person can do or not do, and their days will be cut short, is somebody who's called up to read from the Torah and they refuse to read. So, why they refuse to read? So, this is so now we see this interesting thing that somebody who refuses to read. Their days are cut short. Somebody who prepares so that they can read because they're properly prepared, so they will have length of day. So that's the opposite. So he says, amru In this which we say, other This is why Chazal said that a person should make an effort to make sure to complete the parashios with the tzibur. The Torah, so that if the Gabbai comes up to you and says, listen, we need you to go ahead and re- read Revi'i, so you'll be prepared to read Revi'i, and your days won't be shortened as a result of the fact that you're not going to be able to go up there and read because you didn't prepare, you didn't do your Shanai Mekvei And then Rav wife says, the Rashi Teva's of here is, Pi Chacham that the words of this Chacham are very uh, pleasant. Are, we, we like them. Vinaim ha le'mish aman, and they are very pleasant to the one who went ahead and who, who okay. said that.
1: So so by, by this logic, a Kohen only would need to prepare the Kohen aliyah because he knows he's never going to get any of the other ones.
0: Right. So I, I didn't <laughs> include that, but now that you mentioned it, so that's exactly correct. Right. The next paragraph in Rav Asher Weiss's Weiss Sefer is, Amnam <laughs> yesh it's important to point out, that the coin Levi, the Kohen only has to do the coin Aliyah, the Levi should only have to look at the Levi Aliyah, or if you run short on Levi, maybe the coin will have to do coin and Levi, and they should not have to uh, go ahead and do the rest of the parsha. and by the same token, the flip side of that, as you know, Art, is that if you're a, a Yisroel, you only have to do from Shlishi through Shvi'i, because you're never going to get coin and Levi anyways. Yeah, so he recognizes, he says, yesh So he says that that's something which needs a little bit of ironing out in terms of that that shot. But it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting parallel, which he drew over there in terms of the connection between those who don't get up to read when they're called upon. And then the promise for um, having length of days when you are capable of being able to go up there and read when you can.
1: All right, I have to go. I'll listen to the rest of
0: this on the recording. Okay. Excellent. Hatzlach Rabbah. Okay, so now, the Minchas uh, so Asher, so Weiss, he asks now another interesting question. And this also has to do with um, the style in which people go ahead and they do the Shnei Mikvech in other words, so we know that, let's just assume on a weekly basis, so by the end of the week, let's say ideally by Shabbos morning before davening, so you're supposed to have completed reading the entire parsha in Hebrew twice, plus one time the Aramaic translation or one time Rashi, whatever you're going to do with uh, as far as your Targum. We're not even going to discuss that. But now there's another question. Exactly how is this done? And here he says, "Vine yesh la'ayin, so Russia Weiss writes, we should we need to explore begeter What exactly is again the goal, or what are we trying to accomplish with, or how should? And it's probably better said, how should one go about accomplishing the goal of reading each pasuk twice with the translation? Hayim Gidro Shitzach Lavar al Parsha is the real mitzvah to go ahead. Really, you should be reviewing the entire parsha three times. Elasha Pama shlishis Yikra mikra, but the third time through the parsha, because we like sets of threes. Threes are reinforcing it from a halakhic perspective. So we like threes. So really we want you to be reviewing the parsha three times, but one of those reviews of the parsha will be the Aramaic translation rather than the Chumash. Oshem alomitzavinu el lavor pamai. Or perhaps the mitzvah is to review the parsha twice. All you need to do is review the parsha twice. So what then what does the targum accomplish? What is gained by doing the targum? But the Torah says, in addition to reading the psukim twice, I want you to read, or Chazal say, we want you to go ahead and read the translation as well in order to make sure that you understand and you're following what it is that you're reading. Because it's very easy to go ahead and read the and let your mind just sort of wander away and daydream about all sorts of different things. And you get to end the Parsha. What was the Parsha? I don't remember what Parsha it is. I, I read it twice. I couldn't even tell you what the Parsha is. I couldn't tell you what the story is. I couldn't tell you what happened. So what exactly is it? Are you reading it three times? One of those readings are going to be the translation, or are you really reading it only twice, but to make sure that you're understanding what you're reading those two times, so we want you to do a targum as well. So that's the chakira as a word, that's the, the question that he poses. And then he writes, he explains, l'chora, it would seem, she'e'lazu, tuluya betame takanazu. It would seem to me that this question of what we're trying to accomplish is going to revolve around the same issue of what's the goal of the mitzvah of shnei Mikvech Targum, which is really what he's been, uh, Ravasha Weiss has been doing this masterful job of exploring the essence of what the Mishnah of Shneim Mikvech HaTargum is, and he's showing how the different approaches to what the goal of the mitzvah is that impacts how the mitzvah is going to be fulfilled. So he says the same thing is going to be true over here. Now he explains. Doesn't require us to remember anything because he'll do the remembering for us. And that is, So according to the Ra'avon, one of the Rishonim, who said that the reason why we do Shnei Mekvecha Targum is to correspond to the two people who are reading, that's the Gabai in the Valkore. and then the Targum corresponds to the the Aramaic translation, which they used to do in Shul during the time of Kriyas HaTorah, if you remember your sugyas from the Gemara in Megillah. So then, if that is the main thrust of the mitzvah, the of the Likropa So it seemed to be that the main uh, mitzvah is to review the parsha twice, but just to make sure that you understand what you're reading. So we want you to read a target. We want you to read the translation as well. But the main thing is to review the parsha twice, and that's it. Ah, l'shitas hamata Moshe, but according to the Mata Moshe, quoted by the primogadem, who said that the three times that we read corresponds to Moshe Rabbeinu's review of the Chumash on Har Sinai his second review of it by Omoe, by the dedication of the Mishkan, and his third review of it in his own words, in the more elaborate words of Sefer Dvarim. So if you adopt that perspective, Mm -hmm. the three times that Moshe Rabbeinu went ahead and taught Torah to Klai Yisrael. So according to that, so, so then, the main thing is you're, read, you're reviewing the parsha three times rather than reviewing it only twice, making sure that you understand what you're reading with the translation. So you could say that this is a nice, neat way to break down the Machlogas between the Ravan on the one hand and the Matamosha on the other hand. Depending on what your explanation for the why Chazal enacted this will impact whether or not we see it as you're reviewing the parsha twice or you're reviewing it three times. Okay, but he still didn't really explain where there's going to be a nafgamina. It sounds like a nice de Shomach that this is a theoretical debate, whether you is it two times review with a translation or the translation is a third time review of the pesuch. It sounds just very technical in what difference it's going to make uh, in, in a practical sense. So I'm actually sitting down with the chumash to review. So the uh, Rav Asher Weiss actually brings down six different nafgaminas, Six differences it would make whether you're actually reviewing twice or you're reviewing three times. I'm just going to present one of those, which I think is the simplest of the, the Navgaminas, and the one which would probably be the most practical in terms of trying to figure out um, how one is going to go about reviewing the Parsha each and every week. So this is his third Navgaminah. He says, It should be Kriyas, Shnaimir Kavechatargum. So it says the Poskim debate the exact way that one should go about doing Shnai Mekvecha Targum. And that is, Im ko Pasuk U Pasuk Shnai Targum Do you go ahead and you read V'ydabra Hashem O Moshe Leymor Hashem O Moshe Hashem Moshe Something like that. So you do Pasuk Pasuk Targum Pasuk Pasuk Targum Pasuk Pasuk Targum That's one way the Poskim say should say Oh, or perhaps another way that people suggest, that Postum suggests doing it is, Shema Enokari Targum, Elochashu Mashin Parsha Mesuyevus, the Inyan Mesuyevus. Or perhaps what you do is you read an entire paragraph, like we refer to like the pay or the Samach and the Chomish, so an entire Parsha, not the Parsha of the week, but an entire paragraph. So you read the entire paragraph Chomish once, you read the entire paragraph Chomish a second time, and then you go back and read the entire paragraph in the Targum translation. So, do you do pasuk pasuk targum pasuk pasuk targum, or you do paragraph paragraph targum paragraph paragraph targum? In the and in the postgame which is the correct way to do it? And if you look at the mishabura there, so he brings down the different opinions as to how exactly what's the correct approach? Suggestor Usher Weiss. And he says, again, this is when it's this masterful way of being able to explain all the different debates about how to do something based on this one fundamental uh, Chakiru, this one fundamental question of what's the goal of the mitzvah? So he writes, it would seem, that this Machlokas, whether you do Pasuk, Pasuk, Targum, Pasuk, Pasuk, Targum, or whether you do paragraph, paragraph, Targum, paragraph, paragraph, Targum, is going to revolve around this exact point. In other words, If the reading of the translation is not its own reading, it's not considered to be a third reading, mikra, but it's just making, you're only reading the Parsha twice, and we want you to do the, the Targum to make sure that you understand what you're reading. So if the whole purpose of the Targum is to understand, then suggest of wise Weiss, then it makes sense to go pasuk pasuk targum pasuk pasuk targum pasuk pasuk, pasuk targum because if you don't do it that way, you really if you go paragraph paragraph targum paragraph paragraph targum by the time you get to the targum, you'll forget what the psukim were and you don't know what's explaining what, so you lose track. So the only way to do it effectively is to do it. A pasuk at a time. Okay. So if, if you say that really you're reviewing the, the chumash twice and the, the targum is to make sure that you understand, then you would probably follow the approach. Those poskim who say you go pasuk, pasuk, targum, pasuk, pasuk, targum. Aval in Kriya but if you say that the reading of the Targum is really considered to be a third review of the Psukim, like the Matamosha said, that corresponding to Harsinai O and then Sefredzvarim, so then Mistabra LaHashim Parsho Inyan. So then it makes sense that you're going to do things uh paragraph at a time because that's the way Moshe Rabbeinu taught. He would teach a paragraph at a time. That's why the pey or the Samach, are there to give pause for you to absorb what was read. It's that silent pause where you have an opportunity to to understand and process what was taught in the paragraph. So from that approach, that this is a third reading. So it's mistab or it's logical. lahashim partial inyan. You're going to complete the entire paragraph, that's what he means by partial, or the entire idea. vishuv uh, vikroso targumo, and then afterwards you're going to go ahead and it should be likroso, uh, likroso, likroso, it should be the likroso targumo, and then only afterwards you're going to go ahead and read the entire section for the third time, but this time in the more elaborate explanation of it, similar to Moshe Rabbeinu's Sefer Dvar. So this is what he says as far as this is presentation uh, of the uh, of the uh, of uh, of the mitzvah shnei mikveh targum. and sefer uh, shmos is a good time to remind us simchas torah uh, sometimes we have that initial push yes this year I'm finally going to go ahead I'm going to do shnei mikveh Targum. I'm going to complete the entire chumash each and every week with the with the parsha and we get all excited because. The singing and the dancing was so exciting on Simcha's Torah that we're so inspired. And then over safe bracious things sometimes peter out a little bit. So the beginning of Sefer Shmos is an opportunity. That's why uh, some people say that the the Balaturim reminded found this hint in the beginning of Sefer Shmos to remind us that don't be deterred by the fact that you fell behind in Sefer Breishis. Renew your commitment now in Sefer Shmos and see how far you could go ahead and you could push yourself along. So hopefully this year is enough to inspire us to go ahead and to uh, to uh, to do that. All righty. Hey Rabbi. Uh, the language of the third time. Uh, it, is it what? necessary that it be unklos or uh, the language of where you live? Right, so that, that that's a machlokas. Rashi gets a pass because Rashi also is assumed to be done with Ruach HaKodesh, but it may not simply be a translation because this is a translation, the, the unklos translation was done with Ruach HaKodesh. As much as you may like scroll or the Koran or uh, Arya Kaplan or Hertz, um, none of those, as good as they are, none of them are done with Ruach HaKodesh, no matter what they may claim. But <laughs> it wasn't done with Ruach HaKodesh, so that's why doing uh, Targum is something which uh, there are definitely those who are very uh, insistent in doing Targum, meaning uh, the Aramaic, rather than just reading an English translation, because English may not get it exactly right. Alrighty everybody. Take care, of a good Shabbos. Hunker down. Hopefully we come we'll to the up.
1: uh come to the Scotland residence. The only yeah, come to be. the
0: Scotland residence yeah. on Shabbos. We have lots of
1: food for kiddish, so show up.
0: Yeah, it'll probably be lots of lots of what's well, called lots of room on the street to walk. So yeah. Enjoy. Get your snow boots or snow skis.
1: Yeah.
0: All right everybody. Take care. Okay. Have a good
1: one.